What's up, everybody? Welcome to Real Basketball Talk, No Hot Takes. I am your host, Daniel Artest. And today, just doing a solo podcast. I haven't podcast about the NBA in over a year. Been so locked in with women's basketball. It feels good to be back talking NBA for a second. Just want to talk about game three real quick. Boston Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116 to 100 to take a 2-1 series lead in the NBA Finals. For the Celtics, Jalen Brown led the way with 27 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. Jason Tatum fought through his shoulder injury for 26.6 rebounds and 9 assists. And Marcus Smart had another amazing game, 24 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. Quick note, that's the first time since 1984 that, uh, Three players combined for 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists in a single game. The Lakers, Michael Cooper, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and of course, Magic Johnson. I had to throw that little tidbit in there real quick. For the Warriors, Steph Curry had 31 points, and Klay Thompson found his shooting stroke a little bit. He had 25 points, made five threes, and Andrew Wiggins had 18 points. But let's get into it. This is going to be a short podcast, actually, and a few things that I want to point out. For one. I think that Golden State is in trouble. They have no answer for Boston in the paint. Boston was getting whatever they wanted down low. They couldn't match up at all. Boston taking advantage of Golden State's lack of size by driving to the rim with absolutely zero fear of running into any rim protection. In the first half alone, Boston shot, I think, 72% in the paint at the rim. Another thing I wanted to point out was Golden State's point of attack defense right no because there, there was none the Warriors perimeter players was playing that mattered or defense when all they really had to do was just put in some regular defensive effort the Celtics they don't have no real creative dribble moves to break down the defense yet they was able to get a lot of scoring opportunities from dribble penetration and that was bad defense on the Warriors part they have to be better on that side of the ball because they're already overmatched size-wise. And you don't want to be a turnstile defensively on the wing because this series will be over real quick. And uh, I want to point something out on the Boston Celtics side of things because it was very interesting how Boston came out on the defensive end in game three. Normally, they'll have the big man, Robert Williams III, guarding a wing. But I've noticed that Robert Williams was on Kevon Looney to start the game. And I think that little wrinkle caught Golden State off guard. I thought that was the game right there when you think about it, because Golden State couldn't adjust and basically lost game three in the first quarter. Another thing I want to talk about is Klay Thompson real quick. And I think that he needed this game tonight from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, they lost, but he's really been struggling finding his shot. And even though he turned back the clock in game three, I've been saying to any and everyone that will listen to me that this is not the same play, everybody. We got to understand that he's now older. And not only that, he's aging. He's had two devastating leg injuries as well. That slowed him down a lot. He's not the perimeter defender that he once was. He can't really contain a player like Jalen Brown. And you saw that when Steve Kerr had to switch play off of Jalen Brown in the second half because he was getting cooked on a defensive end. And speaking of Jalen Brown, I like that he was aggressive in game three. I like that he was going at Draymond Green when it was matched up 1v1. Because in game two, we can say that Draymond kind of punked Boston a little bit. But in game three, that energy was really different. And uh, for Jason Tatum, that shoulder is still bothering him. And I wonder, should the Celtics fans worry about this injury going forward? I would say 
Yeah, I would say no to. What I like about Jason Tatum, honestly, is how he's um, showing his overall game. Not only that he's a scorer, but he's showing that he's a playmaker. You've seen the nine assists. You see how he was getting past the perimeter defense of Golden State, creating kicker opportunities for open shots and everything. Jason Tatum really showing that he has a, a really nice offensive bag. I really enjoyed watching him play in game three. But I'm going to need Boston to play better in the third quarters for the rest of these finals because in the third quarter of this series, the Warriors has outscored Boston 106 to 63 just in the third quarter. But how many times can Boston come out slow? It could bite them in the ass at the wrong time because you don't want to be in the midst of a shooting slump then have to deal with a Golden State third quarter run. That could change a, a series. Even though we see Boston dominating Golden State, we also know that each finals game is his own chapter. We need Boston to really just come out focused to start the second half. I got a question for everybody too. Where's Jordan Poole? Anybody? I don't know where he at. I think that he needs to step up. I was telling my homie Zach from the Off the Glass podcast the other day that he's probably going to lose about $20 million in free agency once teams lock in on him in the scouting reports. And that's what Boston is doing. Jordan Poole's looking very average. And Boston has him working for every shot right now. He's not looking out of place in these finals, but he's definitely not making that Jordan Poole impact we thought that he would have. The Warriors need him to step up. Everybody was talking about early in the season, like max contract this, max contract that. I'm like, uh, I don't know about all of that. <laughs> I need to see more. I need to see in the months of April, May, and June when the dollars really are counted for that free agencies. And he's really not doing what he's supposed to be doing right now. But lastly, I want to talk about another thing. The Draymond Green podcast dilemma. Everyone is up in arms about Draymond podcasting during the finals. Personally, I see no real issue with it. However, the issue I do have with Draymond is that he did allow Boston to get in his head rent-free. And I'm not talking about the team. I'm just talking about the fans. Matter of fact, if we are being very honest about Draymond, he didn't do what got him to this level of NBA stardom. He wasn't him. He played very regular. He dialed it in for reasons I don't know. Maybe it was the opinions from the media, social media going crazy on him because of the podcast thing. But Draymond has to be Draymond. That's what got him in this position in his life. Anything less isn't him. And yeah, he might get a technical or whatever, but that's the Draymond. You need him to play on the edge. He knows how to rein himself in. And even if he doesn't, he won't put his team in a compromising position as far as like a suspension or whatever. Besides 2016, all right, relax. <laughs> but I like Draymond for what he is, and I don't think the podcast is hurting him or whatever. He, yeah, he has to play better, and he admitted. He said he played like shit in game three, which he did. He wasn't himself. I, I expect Draymond Green to have a great game four. But like I said, the podcasting thing, I don't see an issue with it. A lot of people podcast during the season. LeBron doing the, the, the shop, even though it's not the playoffs or whatever, because LeBron does that zero dark 30 thing. But... I don't have an issue with it. He has the number one basketball podcast in America right now. The number five podcast in America regarding all sports. So he's doing his thing. I respect it. I do think, however, he needs to chill on the game plan because you can tell that the Boston Celtics coaching staff is uh, scouting due to his podcast. But we shall see. Anyway, 
I'm going to get on out of here. Don't forget to follow me at The DR Test Show on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening to Real Basketball Talk. No hot takes. Love is love. Peace.